Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church, episode 76. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you what God's put on my heart for God's Internet Church podcast. I'd like to apologize. The, um, the podcast didn't get recorded last night because we had some issues between trying to set it up with the online service. And we will get it worked out for you. So we're just going to go ahead with the regular podcast today. And as you know, last yesterday we talked about the Bible speaks to society. Today we're going to talk about the Bible and its culture. Alright? But before we do that, we're going to have um, our song of the day. And it's called, I Give You My Heart.
amen and amen you know that should be our prayers to give him our hearts and our desires and pray that we do this to honor him not to honor what we want but to honor him and I like to apologize if I seemed a little distracted today um, I got a bad headache and but you know what we're gonna go on with the podcast because that's what God's called me to do and I believe it's the enemy attacking me but let me tell you something saints he's not gonna win because right when I started talking it lifted it a little bit we're gonna go now to our Bible study and as you know we've been studying why we need the Bible well as I said last yesterday we studied the subject the Bible speaks how to us how to live in society now we're going to be talking today about the subject the Bible and culture okay the key verse for this study is Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 and dear Heavenly Father we ask you to take a coal of heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay I just ask you right now to have your way during this service let everything go the way you want it to go we ask you in Jesus name Amen Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 it says let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Alright? You may have heard the old saying that Christians can either be a thermometer or a thermostat in the world. Okay? You might be saying, what do you mean? Well, to tempt we either adapt to the values of our culture like a thermometer or change the response of what's going on as a thermostat controlling the temperature in other words you either go on the way everyone else you're a thermometer you're just helping people do what they are but as a thermostat you can either give pressure and influence on the what the world is going on and to help them live the life okay the way it should be or not do anything and just be a tool okay now we're going to go to the scripture for the first thought here and it is the book of Matthew chapter number 5 and we're going to look at verses 13 to 20 Matthew chapter number 5 verses 13 to 20 And it says, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its flavor, with there shall be 
shall it be sotted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of man. Verse 14, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hilltop can, cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am come to destroy, but to fulfill. For very I say unto you, till heaven and earth passes one jot, and one title shall no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. Whoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments, and shall teach men so he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven but whosoever shall do to teach them the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven for I say unto you that except the righteousness shall exceed the righteous of the scribe and the Pharisees ye shall increase enter into the kingdom of heaven basically what this is telling us here the, for, the heading is to be sought and light. In other words, sought helps change things. It spices things up. It actually has a thing. And that's why people use it in their foods. It makes the food taste better. It gives them things to sweeten the pot. As Christians, we are the salt of the earth. We got to be the one to make people living for God, living for God, a better experience. We also got to be the one to help people come into the kingdom of God by our saltiness not being bitter, but our saltiness to show them how you shall live as a Christian. Because I've said this over and over before. Some You're the closest that some people are going to see in the Bible. And it goes on to say further in the scripture, you are a light to the world. Another comparison, another metaphor. We are a light to the world. We cannot hide our light. Some Christians like to hide their light. I know a Christian that when this person's in church and when this person goes into the baptism of the Holy Spirit, speaking in evidence of tongue, this person will not say do it out loud. He'll say it to himself. And which is kind of an interesting situation because it could be something that needs to be edified to the kingdom of God and with this person not doing what was told this person is cheating out the body of Christ 
of what God wanted to say. And also, this person is losing their softness. They're hiding their light. And the Bible is telling us not to hide our light. And And don't lose your softness. Okay? Because let me tell you something, saints. The world will put stumbling blocks in front of you. And if you're not salty enough in the experience of God by reading his word, those stumbling blocks are going to have help people fall instead of you bringing them into the kingdom of God. And if you don't know, if your saltiness is not right and your light's not right and you're hiding the light, you're going to stumble and fall too. But he's teaching us here, we are the sight, the light of the world and the salt of the world. We are light bearers for Christ. Jesus is the light of the world, but we're his lighting bearers. We need to go out and do what he called us to do. And stay the salty for a good thought. Going out being diligent and giving 110% of what God's called us to do. Okay. The second one we're going to look at the the book of the book of Exodus. The book of Exodus that's in the Old Testament, the book of Exodus. And it is the second book of the Bible, I believe after Genesis. The book of Exodus chapter number 31. And we're going to look at verses 1 through 5. And it says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Bezali, the son of Urah, the son of Hur, the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship to devise cunning works to work in gold and silver and in brass, and his cutting of stone to set them, and in carving the of timber to work in all manner of workmanship. Okay, this one is called the Scriptures give us give us Scripture and the art. Well, this Scripture basically is telling us of a person who is kind of an artist but a workmanship he 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 if we were further read that scripture we would find out that he helped he helped um in designing even though God gave it to him he fulfilled making the tabernacle what it was supposed to be he was kind of kind of one of the head workers and let me tell you something, saints. What is that telling us? God gives us the abilities. Sometimes an artist, he gives an artist the ability to see a person for who they are as they're sculpting them, as they're painting them, as they're sketching them, as they're molding them out of clay. <clears throat> but God also gives us the talent to do the jobs 
that we are called to do and that is the saltiness of the earth is the ability that God gives you to use for him alright and the Bible's telling us that he is doing this he can take people and use their abilities if some are singers he can use them to sing great songs that bring people closer to God some might be rappers he can have rappers write raps that would bring people that like rap to the closer of God and so on and so on he might use you to be a prayer warrior. He might use you to be a person that's seen kindness. He might use you to be, you might be good with with um, teaching. He might use you as a Sunday school teacher. He might call you to be a preacher, give the ability to discern the scriptures and go under the anointing he gives you and preach the word of God. My point is, we got to use the things that he does for us to serve him. And that is our saltiness. That is the good thing. Okay? And that's what the second thought is sharing with us today. Alright? And the third one, we're going to look at the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah, that's still in the Old Testament. It is between Song of Solomon and Jeremiah. Isaiah chapter number 5. And we're going to look at verses 20 to 24. For the third and final thought for this Bible study today. It says, Woe unto them that cause evil good, and good evil that put darkness for light and the light of darkness that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mindle strong drink which justify the wicked for reward take away the righteous of the righteous from him. Therefore, as the fire devours the stubble, and the flames consume the chafe, so their roots shall be rotten, and their blossoms shall go up as dust, because they have cast away the law of the Lord of hosts, and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. The Bible gives us biblical wisdom and entertainment. Bible values and culture values are constantly in conflict. Christians are viewed in the world in dramatical differences than unbelievers. As a result, our approach to life is different. The contrast is illustrated in the ways as we, certain, we certainly ourselves. We do we turn for reaction. Scripture offers some important principles. Israel reached out to a point where they had the understanding of right and wrong. No understanding of right and wrong. 
they were self-indulged. They treated others terribly. They forgot that God watched out for the vulnerable and therefore faced judgment. Just as the Bible times, sin leads to judgment. That's why we must have values and grow out of the love for the holy things and a priority of eternity. So as we face things as simple as entertainment choices, we are wise to examine. Here we find godly thoughts. In Philippians 4, 8, and 9, here we find godly thoughts that naturally leads to God's actions and attitudes. As such, they form a good standards by which to choose entertainment. Such a stand must be in the goal in all of our life's choices. When you go online, what site do you visit? What Watch your TV. What do you watch? As Christians, you are called to live the counter to culture, shining the light. For Christ and darkness by sin. And you might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, what does this have to do with me being the saw of the world and light of the world? Because if you're out there watching Bart Simpson, and you know how control uh, that show is kind of rude and nasty and mean, you, and they know you're a Christian, you're hurting your witness. So in other words, it's telling us we got to watch what we do in the world with our choices. Because we don't want our salt to get saltless. We want to keep it salty. Because we want to share a good witness to the world to bring people to Christ. We don't want our light to dull, be dulled. We want it to shine bright for Christ. And that's what it means for that point today as a Christian in closing for this Bible study as a Christian you are a citizens of God's kingdom you live in this world as a result but you battle temptation of spiritual darkness daily you walk in the light of Christ this is why issues like your entertainment choices are so crucial. They often present situations in which you will choose between being influenced by the culture or living in a way that can testify to the world of Christ. We should seek wisdom in deciding what we watch, listen, search online, etc., Principles of scriptures are greatest guides. Pray that God would help you honor him with your entertainment choices. So what have we learned here today as we're closing out this Bible study? We learned that we are the sight of the world and we can't hide it. And in the, and the light of the world. And in the meantime, it, what that means is that we can't we can't water down thought 
because they'll be useless. So you can't water down how you live for God. And you can't hide your light and you can't hide you're not a Christian. Because if you do, you're watering down God. Existent. And then you got to realize that you follow God. you got to live a witness. Because some people only see you for who you are in Christ. They're, you're the closest thing to a Bible. So we got to watch our witness by making good choices. All right, we're going to go in now to our Bible, now into our uh, prayer request segment. And the first one is my dad, James Weaver. He's got an aneurysm on his aorta of his heart. My mom's back. Um, for my cousin Margaret, with her situation with her brother and then her leg. Um, our friend Lloyd, he's got cancer, plus him and his wife's got coronavirus. For my friend Sean's two unspokens and his mom's hip, hip surgery recovery. For my brother-in-law Paul and my wife as they try to close the estate and everything get worked out and let the lawyer get back with us soon. And then for my friend Paul, not the same Paul, for his uh, back to be healed and for his business to make more money because he's struggling a little bit and that his kid don't get coronavirus. Um, for the unspokens of the things you want me to start in this ministry and your birthing in me to let you know let things come when you want them to come and start when you want them to start. For my cousin Sharon and her family. For my aunt. Denise with her back and plus she's got surgery coming up soon on her colon and for my cousin Lori and everything that's going on in her life for my blood pressure we're having some issues with it we just ask you Lord we need to ask the Lord to help and heal it and then for my grandma for her eyes and her ears and her legs to be working better so she can have a little bit more happier life. And what we're going to do today, um, we're going to pray, because of time restraints, we're going to pray all at one time. And I ask, I hope you guys wrote this down in the past, and you're writing them down now. I just ask you to come and pray for these as the week goes. And Lord, I ask you to be with all these prayer requests right now in the name of Jesus. I just ask you to touch and heal these people, we just ask you to touch the situations that's going on in their lives and help them. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now I'm going to read to you the, the benediction of the blessing over you. And it's the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turns his face towards you and gives you peace. Number 6, 24-26. And I ask that you guys... I ask that you guys pray this in your time of prayer over your family and, and read it over the time of your family. And on that note, I'm Pastor Ron Weaver. I like to say God bless you. Be good to one another, kind to one another, and help one another. 
and hopefully everything will go by go good with putting the podcast together with the Sunday night service and if it does join us with it it will be pre-taped and it, you know on to the podcast stuff but on that note I'd like to say God bless you and see you next time for God's Internet Church Podcast I'm Pastor Ron Weaver have a blessed rest of the week